Hello and welcome to another episode of Video Games to the Max, and of course, always late night edition. If you're watching live, I'm your host Sean Garman. Here with me, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And we may not have as many people as uh, last week, but that draft is still going on. We'll give you a link in the description to see how it's going. As the first big game of 2022 is about to be upon us, and. <laughs> Uh, pretty much a day here as they're recording, so we'll soon learn where those standings are going to be, but we're going to talk about a new uh, game announced by Blizzard, more on the Call of Duty and what's happening with PlayStation, and Star Wars games galore for EA as well, right after this. Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. All right. Well, we have uh, hit the milestone mark, even though it's not going to be very... Uh, uh, we'll have to celebrate on some other actual episode. We've hit the, the 300th episode of the show. Uh, and the CU podcast, I think. <laughs> yeah, I uh, feel obviously old. We've been doing this for that long. But the important part is that we're still here. And still discussing some video games, and I guess why not discuss what we have been playing, which obviously is the the part of you know where you actually play the games. Uh, I had already played. I really haven't played much, uh, really at all, of this uh, since I played with Randy uh, the last time I had touched the game because I've been having to uh, review a game, and I had to finish writing a review, and then played through another game I'm reviewing, and then I have to write that review, and then I have another game already. Uh, going basically just put in the code today. And then, of course, Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus, however they want to frame it today, depending on who you ask is how that game is said, uh, is looming as well. And gosh, I guess they might as well start there. You already seen the, I don't know if you can call it hyperbolic or, uh, the true statement of some people saying it's the best Pokemon game ever. I find that false since Pokemon Pinball exists. Oh, Pokemon Pinball is pretty great. And Pokemon Snap. I don't know about that. I mean, I think, <laughs> you know, much better than Pokemon Snap as far as giving you options and everything. And and having something new to bring to the table. I mean, obviously, Pokemon Snap on the 64 was kind of cool. But having that where it's like on rails and stuff in the new one kind of feels like they, they are being a little bit too faithful to the original. Yeah. On that point. I, I, I played uh, Nobody Saves the World in single player and also in co-op with Randy. Uh, much more, it's, it's very fun with co-op. Obviously, you can have the two people on screen. The cool thing is you don't, if you die, if the other player can hold off for 10 seconds, uh, you know, your player or your friend's player keeps going and you don't actually have to like repeat from where you saved last or anything like that. Um, it's a top down. Uh, like action RPG and I, for me, it's really fun. I love the fact that you have all the different forms that you can turn into and you can go from being a rat to a horse to a magician to a range archer character to a warrior character. And then there's, they incentivize you to keep grant, you know, upgrading your character. Well, not upgrading, but like keep leveling him up or, or keep, uh, just, learning new moves and things because that's how you unlock some of the other forms as well. Obviously it gets to a point where, you know, you do need to have some of these other forms. You can't just uh, hold on to one form and just be good with that. You do need some of those forms to be able to unlock things as you progress in the game. So it is trying to get you to get as many forms as possible. The music's good. The I, I love the art style. It's very, you know, these are the same people that make, you know, Wakamele. And they made Severed as well, another great game that I feel like a lot of people didn't get to play a whole lot. It's they have delivered under Stunner here, maybe not as not as good as the the Walker Miller games, but this is still pretty great in its own right. It's on Game Pass if you uh, have a Xbox or PC. If you want to 
play it on the other systems, it's it's there. It's not very uh, expensive either. So, yeah, I mean, definitely I think this is great because, again, it has that multiplayer element. Randy and I just you invite one player to your game. And actually what's cool is they share everything. So, like, the money shared, the the progress is shared. The only thing is that you actually can both unlock the achievements as well. So the only thing it doesn't do is in the single player, it's not going to progress your, your game, but at least you guys have, you'll have the same uh, characters or the same forms unlocked and all that stuff. So that makes it very easy for you to play uh, with your friend too. So that's yeah. a, a good thing there on the, on that front. They kind of thought of a lot of things and made that work. Um, yeah, so it's a game that I've really liked so far for this year. Kind of sucks that it came out so early in the year because if all these things start coming out, it's going to be very hard to remember uh, what that experience is going to be like. Uh, yeah. You know, even six months from now. Honestly. Start making your list now. <laughs> yeah, right. Or the game that I finished reviewing, I, I talked about last time. Or well, not during the draft, but the, the time before that Gravity Chase. That game is is fine. If you want an F-Zero wipeout like the thing is, eventually it gets to the point where there's not a whole lot of incentive for you to keep playing because once you unlock everything, there's nothing else really for you to do. Uh, unless you want to just keep just playing uh, to just play races. If you don't have people to play locally with, it's not very fun because it's not online mode. Yeah. So it's kind of that hinders it a lot there on, on that front. If you have friends that you can, you know, I, I got Anaya to play with me a few times. It took her a while to kind of understand what was going on. But just not having other people with you to play locally really uh, hurts that game. I feel like and if you do, I think you might get more mileage out of it. But again, it's only 12 bucks, so it's not that much. But um, I wound up just kind of feeling like towards the end, I was forcing myself to play because I had a review and not because I wanted to. And that's never a great feeling when you're playing a game. On the other hand, I didn't feel that way with Paladin Dream, which is, it's a Steam only uh, PC. It's a really, really like indie RPG. I had the, um, the developer, we did something about, you know, I try to support, uh, indie devs, you know, and then he kind of messaged me and, or not messaged me. He, he act, he just posted on, on the tweet. He's like, do you like RPGs? And I was like, sure. And yeah. so he, just sent me a, a code for it and I played through it was like four to six hours, probably more like five or six, depending on, you know, how quickly you progress to the game. But it's, I thought it, it was good. It's like a, going back to the old style turn-based RPG, uh, from back in the SNES days, the sprite circuit, they were, they could just be on a SNES. Uh, it's, it's made with RPG makers. So if you kind of know what those, that look is like, then you probably can envision what this looks like. All good games are. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's, you know, you get your skills and your, your, all your things that you're used to having in those old school RPGs. I do like the mechanic that it kind of gives you halfway through where you can actually learn some of the, so there's, you're a paladin that's a, basically he's the embodiment of light and truth and all that stuff. Well, obviously there's a dark side. It's an RPG. It's going to be a, a dark side. So halfway through, you actually get to, gain some of the like items that will allow you to have some of these shadow abilities. So some, a lot of the attacks that you'll see your enemies doing to you through that first part of the game, you can actually turn around and do it to them. And it's actually uh, kind of interesting to have that uh, like in your back pocket. One thing that I thought was kind of like weird is that basically almost at the end of the game, they start, he introduces a weapon system where depending on what kind of monster you're fighting, whether he's big, whether it's a beast, whether it's a dark monster, it, you need to have a different kind of weapon to make it more effective against them. When in the rest of the entire game, that's not there. And then they also add a nature element, which I found was I never used. And I didn't see what the point was of having like a, a third element added almost kind of towards the end as well. Like the light and dark kind of worked by itself. You had those two forces going against each other, but like the nature one was kind of like, why is this here? Other than just to be able to teach you an attack that you don't really need to use. But, uh, there is, there's a map that you don't get to have most of the game. There's spots where you can see it, but you don't really need it because it's pretty straightforward 
there's like two towns and then there's other things that you go around. But I quite enjoyed it. I think for, you know, what it is, you know, old school RPG that's on Steam and has kind of like that art design from RPG Maker, I think, you know, it, it it's good for, and I'm glad that he didn't try to elongate the experience for no reason other than the fact that it was an RPG. It's like kept it short, sweet, and to the point. And I think if you, you're in for that, then I think anybody likes RPGs would uh, definitely enjoy it. Um, that's kind of, and, and I've been playing this phone game called Beat Star, which is uh, basically like, you know, rock band, but you play with your thumbs uh, yeah. instead of with guitars. And it's mostly like, for the, pretty much for the most part, like pop music and some old school tracks and rock tracks, but it's, it's fine. It just has the whole mobile game thing where, uh, very predatory and wanting you to pay money so you can keep playing and then have to wait or where you have to sit through a bunch of ads. But uh, I'm not going to do, I don't fall for that. I just do my thing where I keep it on. Like every three hours, you can unlock a, like a pack of little cards that go and, uh, once you get like 15 or 20 of these cards, you unlock a song and then yeah. you have that song. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a fun little time waster. And if somebody likes music and stuff, it's, it's fun. Just the one thing I can't send on mobile games, they always, all of them have to be some kind of predatory thing where you have to buy something. So yep. it is what it is. How about you? Uh, I finished chorus like at least last week. Uh, that game is like mostly good, but it completely shoots itself in the foot about three fourths of the way through. Like, actually, very impressively. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw you tweet that, and I was like, well, I wonder what he means. So this. there's a boss fight, like three fourths of the way through, where I'm not kidding. It took me about three hours to do. Yeah, maybe four. Like one, like just one fight, and like the game is not hard. Like relatively speaking, like it's pretty easy. I mean, I may have, I died a lot in the game, but that's just like ran into shit where I was, you know, wasn't paying attention that well. But like, right. enemies are like very easy in the game. But this one okay. boss fight was against this like sentinel thing that like it had four weak points on it. Three were like kind of in the midsection, and like one was on top. The thing spat out laser beams constantly. Sometimes they would hone, hone in on you, and sometimes they wouldn't, and you didn't know like which was which. And it did it like very frequently. Like it wasn't like. Oh, it does it every every so often. Like no, it did it continuously. Um, oh. You have one guy with you, like an AI companion for like just that mission. And there's a bunch of enemy ships with you. Like it's like a little cave room, and you need those enemy ships because they're the only way you can get a, a HP back at all. Like yeah, and yeah, like the second you you try to attack the sentinel thing, like the laser beams really hone in on you and just like wreck you. So at a certain point, like I had to like figure out where this thing would spawn into the room immediately jump to it, attack the top weak point to destroy it very quickly, and then basically dodge and weave around the room uh, until I could, like, attack it. Also, occasionally it would, like, uh, it would teleport around. Occasionally it would teleport, like, right in front of you, and you would run into it and get blown up. Yeah. And it would also, like, do this, like, weird psychic scream thing where, like, you would be in pain, like, you'd be taking damage, you'd, like, run into, run, run into this portal thing and get like go go back to normal space, but occasionally like the portal would like glitch through the enemy or glitch through the boss, so I'd run through it and then die. Oh man! Uh so that's cool. I mean, I beat it eventually. Like it, it I wasn't gonna take that line down, but it, it took me like four hours. I was I was pissed. I don't know about you, but like if I get frustrated in a game, I'll stop playing it for like an hour or two, and then go back to it, and then I, like I meet I yeah. pretty much like, immediately beat what I was. Whatever, whatever I was like stuck on, right? Not so much. Like this thing really aggravated me. Uh, and like I beat the last boss, and I died on the last boss, you know, eight or nine times. But that was fine. Like I knew what I knew what I was supposed to do, and it wasn't wasn't that hard. I was just like not unlucky in like what I was doing, or you know, just wasn't had a bad run. But I died on that like one boss like forty times, maybe fifty. Yeah. Uh and the the bitch of it. it Forty or fifty times, got to do that same boss. Oh yeah, uh, and the the fun part was after I after I did beat it, it then unlocks like the coolest like setting in the game, like this huge area of space that's like like the biggest city you've ever seen in a space game. Like it's like multi layered and like such a cool looking environment, and it's like wow, 
if this had been before this boss fight, it would have been really neat. But now I'm just pissed. Right. I don't want to get this game over with. This, yeah, don't blame me on that. It's uh, like, I don't want to keep playing this. I mean, I beat most of it. I actually did knock out like most of that game. I'm kind of surprisingly. It's very cookie cutter, so that, that helped. Uh, yeah. Played Demon Souls at the end a little. Uh, we keep getting invaded, which sucks because like the players are, like way higher level than us. So like one hit, we're down. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's uh, never fun. And the, I, I really hate the online system in that game. Like you can't like play co-op. Like you, like your partner has to be alive so they can summon you in the in their game. But you can only like you're only alive at certain points in the game. And it's such a mess. And it's like why why did they do this? Like. He yeah, calls it, that like, doesn't make sense. I mean, I call it bad game design, but he's like, oh, it's just punishing. Or he's like, that's the way it's designed it that way. I'm like, well, that was a bad decision. Like, you know, people want to play with each other. They don't want to, you know, be invaded by some asshole. Or, like, oh, you have to you have to farm these, like, ephemeral, ephemeral eye items that only, like, barely exist in the game to, for you to become human. And it's like, this is such a mess. Uh, I fired up Dragon Quest Eleven. Wow, it made you want to do that. Uh, I am ridiculously bored in my for the past week or two. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, like, it's I a fu- great game. I, I fired that up. I've been playing like, some jewel, some solitaire game on Steam, and fucking some hidden adventure game on Steam. I was like, wow, I'm supremely bored. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't get far into it. Yo, it is a a Curio- a Curatoriama designed game, isn't it? Like, holy hell! Oh, well, of course, yes. It's, Dude knows only two hairstyles for men: spiky uh, or like wave. wave. <laughs> well, I mean, it's that's his. Uh, he's been designing those characters in that franchise for how long now? So he needs. I, I can't. He needs to design a Kingdom Hearts game. Give sword some spike, spikier hair, <laughs> even spikier. Yes. <laughs> uh, I didn't play. I played like an hour or two. It was fine. It's very traditional, like very old school. Yes, yes. But that's uh, what I, I loved like, about it. It's. I don't think I'll keep playing it because I'm like this is a little, this is going like this is too slow even for me like right fair enough but it's okay. fine. Uh, I also watched Bell. Ah yeah, uh, the anime guys on the network are going to be reviewing that soon with uh, with Mr. Radless as well. I think. What do yeah, you think? I liked it. Uh, you know, it's anime Beauty and the Beast. Hey, I mean, I probably watch it as well. Yeah, like yeah. I, I imagine you and your daughter would probably like it. Probably for different reasons, but right. Uh, yeah, I saw it dubbed. Or no, sorry, I saw it subbed. Sorry. Uh, good voice acting, really good soundtrack. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was really good. I thought. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's about it for me. I'm just bored out of my skull, waiting for something <laughs> to come out, or so I can get something. Yeah, I mean, Dying Light Two is not too far off. Uh, still waiting to hear back on that, so uh, we'll yeah. see. And then uh, you did have your birthday. So, yeah, on, it was the 24th. I didn't do anything. I hung out with my cat, and he left a little, left a little gift for me in the living room. I had to clean up. Yeah, oh, sorry. That's uh, not great when your cat just heaves yeah. all over, especially you guys. I'm lucky that we uh, here, everything's almost all tile. Yeah, so, that'll help. Yeah. I, I have like, a living room carpet uh, when that's where he does his business, as opposed to the like, my my bathroom or kitchen floor which is linoleum a tile and it's like right you can do it on there yeah (laughs) and my cat he like if you throw us below i don't really mind like you know that's fine he occasionally throws up like massive quantities of liquid and it is like smelly like it stinks i'd imagine so yeah and it's like i don't know what you're doing but stop it (laughs) yeah but yeah that's about it hoping to get uh there's an anime set I want to pick up for my birthday if I get some money from my mom soon. Uh, ever see Black Clover? Yeah, Black Clover, huh? Yeah, I want to get some of that if I can. So what makes you want to get uh, Black Clover? Uh, I like the theme song. Right, fair enough. Yeah, you do and have I saw, to hear that. So. I actually do have like 10 episodes on Amazon Prime, so I watched like all 10. And it seemed okay. Yeah. It seemed like, you know, uh, Harry Potter Naruto. Yes, uh, that series is still going on. So actually, I think it just yeah. ended. Oh, okay. Last uh, time I checked, it was yeah. It's it's very much uh, Harry Potter Naruto. Yeah. Amazon has some really cool box set where it's like the first two seasons for like a hundred bucks or hundred twenty bucks, and yeah, that's actually a really good deal because like the way they normally dole that out is like very like like one disc per per release, which is like 
gets insanely expensive at a certain point. <laughs> right. I, I hate anime, how they release it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why most people just go with the streaming thing now. Because yeah. it gets so expensive to buy oh, yeah. uh, anime the way it gets released. Um, yep. Yeah, I've, uh, we, uh, you know, if y'all remember, I had the car accident. So at one point we did have two cars, but it made it very difficult for us to, I work like 35, 40 minutes away and, you know, having a, a dad that has, uh, well, on, in my girlfriend's case, a dad that has diabetes and, um, and her, it just, it makes it uh, very difficult for both of them to, to be able to get around and everything. So my day off was, uh, us going to a dealership and financing a car. In this Fun. time, that's not great. To, it's definitely not a buyer's market right now. Yeah. Um, but you know, have to do it when you have to do it. So we got a new car, which is cool. Oh, it's not a brand new car. It's like a 2017, but it was the cheapest thing they had at the dealership and after we'd gone to like four. And so I was like, you know, let's just go with this. And uh, we did. So did some adulting uh, stuff on Tuesday. And then got into that uh, undercover show that's on Netflix. I think I've watched like the first five episodes. It's really good. Cool. So if, if you haven't watched that, I think they just had a new season. Uh, this uh, that they just added like season three. So I guess it's time to catch up now. Yeah. Uh, before they inevitably canceled because so many series on Netflix can't get past season three. But um, moving on to more video game stuff. So going. You know, last, last week we did talk about if you listen to our episode, we did the draft, you know, the first 25 or 26 minutes was us talking about the Activision Blizzard, uh, King thing. And the biggest question I think everybody had was what's going to happen with Call of Duty. And it seems like Activision is answering that themselves. Of course, uh, Phil Spencer also came out in the middle of that week and said that he had had good talks with Sony and that they had the desire to uh, wanting to keep the games on PlayStation, no. Desire and actually doing it is two different things. Uh, yeah. Does that mean that once you get past the three years, they have to agree to have Game Pass on PlayStation or does Sony have to pony up some money or, uh, whatever it is that has to happen to keep Call of Duty on various different consoles or well, just on the, uh, on the other console, basically, because it's not on Switch. We'll see at that point, but Activision is at least planning to have PlayStation have Call of Duty, including a Warzone 2, which I didn't think they would just go ahead and make a Warzone 2. You just keep updating Warzone, but they want to keep it on PlayStation for at least three years. What do you think? I mean, I imagine they have to like update Warzone at a certain point, just like tech wise, or, you know, kind of get it off the PS4 and Xbox One on like the current. You know, yeah. more more current generations, like the day with Destiny, uh, where they yeah eventually stopped supporting those those old consoles. Or you know, they may add like a whole bunch of like other. They may have better ideas for you know Warzone that current Warzone can't handle, or you know, some issue with. Uh yeah, that's fine. I mean, as long as you're like unlocks carry over, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I would assume so. They're not gonna want start everything new again when you're, that's supposed to be like a service game that's going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that's kind of the, it seems like everything's being built around for 2023, 2024. So that's kind of when all of expecting that to change where then Microsoft really does have to decide what they want to do with it after that. They could still, I still have feelings that they may just do something uh, whether it's, you know, Xbox is the one that gets all the special, the special stuff that PlayStation now receives and you get that tied into Game Pass, which would, you know, make Game Pass a, a bigger thing for people. And of course you could still release it on Sony and have that thing where you can say, well, you can buy, play it and buy it for 70 bucks on PlayStation or you can, you know, get Game Pass and play it through there. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that will be an incentive for some. On, on that front there. Uh, speaking of franchises continuing here, every so often Blizzard announces like a game that is where they do their thing, where they're trying to make the best version of that genre of game. And their newest one is now a survival game, uh, from Blizzard. I mean, what do you think about a triple A survival game 
I mean, a console and PC uh, from Blizzard. I mean, subtitling it, subtitling it, survive the Cosby suite might not be a great idea. <laughs> wow. I had to. Wow. Uh, I mean, it's nice that they're making a new game for like a new franchise or new IP. It's only been like eight years or seven years since the last one. I mean, I would imagine that's going to happen a lot more with uh, once Microsoft and Xbox are in control. Like, I'd imagine you will definitely have your standard series and all that stuff, but they won't try to just live off only that. And I think this is a good step, you know? I I have to imagine the opposite. (laughs) Because, well, did you see that Phil Spencer interview where you talked about bringing back, like, Hexen and King's Quest? Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice idea, but they're terrible at doing that. Well, I mean, but okay, you have all these studios, right? Find the studio that best fits, or the people that want to do King's Quest. The two two good examples, I would say, would be Rare and Bungie. Look how Microsoft treated them. And I guess well, it's... Well, okay, but... It, I mean, now it's like a different regime, and that might... That, right. I, I think better. Bungie's unfair because that was totally under a different... Uh, that's not the same Xbox that's out there right now. Where you can kind of... It's between the two. I mean, they were stuck on Connect for so long that... Oh, sure. They became like, almost irrelevant, you know? Like, okay, my, I mean, uh, Sony brought back Ratchet and Clank pretty well. Like last, right. like, la- like the last generation, and then ripped apart. People right. want like a new Bandit Kazooie, right? Where is it? And it's not like they may okay. they may need to wait until you know they get uh, what's the studio that they have now for for um, Toys for Bob, Bob to make it, you know. But I, I just mean like it it's not like oh, it's not like before they had Activision, they didn't have any developers. Like they had tons of them still, or they could just had said hey. You guys, you make this for us. We'll pay you to do it. Like, they weren't incapable of doing that. They just didn't want to. So them going, like, oh, we're going to bring back, you know, Guitar Hero. It's like, okay, I guess. Uh, Activision already tried and bombed already the one time. So good luck, I guess. I, I feel just have, like yeah. with that, it was more of a case of Rock Band almost died, too. I no, mean, it did. Want to know what I'm saying? Like Rock Band Four almost died. Too. No, that's what I meant. Like, also, <laughs> like if it wasn't for that Rivals expansion pack, that kind of basically was them doing a last hurrah of adding everything that people wanted, and then it still took them a long time to add the online. By then, people were kind of out of it anyway. Yeah. But it's like they're not. They didn't help themselves really at all with the way that they rolled this out and guitar actually did a good job of just saying okay we're gonna ditch the band thing we're gonna go back to just being about the guitar oh but i think yeah that's that's real tragedy is guitar hero live was a good game yeah no no No, one cared though the (laughs) problem is i I think also the the service thing didn't work necessarily for that because that's one of those where people actually want to own those songs like they want to be able to play those songs whenever they want all that stuff. I don't know what the service thing works. So it's, so it's almost like a music pass, huh? No, but see, I think it works for Just Dance, right? Just Dance has the same thing. But for, like, rock band and stuff, I just don't think that works. Like, uh, people are so used to... Because you have a lot of crossover between rock band and guitar here or whatever. People are so used to, like, your DLC is what it is, right? Yeah. Um, And you haven't... Look at how long I've had all my songs on rock band, and I and I just moved all the stuff over to my Series X, and I was able to still play all those. You know, I still have them, and I'm still able to just pop the the Rock Band 4 in there, and I can play all those songs, you know? And I think people just didn't... That wasn't very comforting, and I think also no, being Activision, they probably felt like, well, this is not going to get supported very much. So, yeah, but that's what I would say also. Like, Mark Talk isn't great about doing that stuff either. Remember lips? Well, okay, but again, we're going back to an old regime here. This is not the same one. Uh, to be fair, look at all the stuff they've done with Sea of Thieves, speaking of Rare, to make that thing last and do well and everything. So, I mean, again, they have their times, Lionhead Studios, other times where they have messed up royally. It's not like Microsoft is a, uh, you know, a clean 
cheat of always getting winners. In fact, they have way more losers than winners here. Yeah. But the point is this, this team that exists right now is trying to do what they can, uh, develop franchises, develop known commodities. Um, and that guitar is a known commodity. I mean, like for what it is, um, it's still beloved. And if they can bring it back to, I mean, what it was or. They'll never do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, they're not, it'll not, it won't come back to what it was before mm-hmm. people are over that, especially with Rocksmith exists. You can just learn to play I actual mean, real guitar. That's over also, isn't it? <laughs> no, Rocksmith is still. Remember they just made that thing with Ubisoft, the Ubisoft 4 we watched at E3 where they, they, they're going to come out with a new thing for it. Yeah. And, and it adds, I think, bass or whatever. Now you can learn to play bass. So, uh, you know, I, like, I agree when I saw the, the reveal trailer for Guitar Hero Live, I was like, wow, this is actually pretty cool. Um, they, they added that like live band aspect and the motion capture the band and all that stuff. And, I, I just, I don't know if they're just going to do the rock band thing where, okay, we're going to give you the guitar hero that you remember. And then we're just going to make it one like live service thing. And then we'll just add DLC to it all the time. Are they going to do that? Or are they going to try to actually, you know, do something with it? I mean, that's part of it too is what are you going to be able to bring to the table that the people that have been sticking around in the genre? are going to like, and then to be able to bring back those Guitar Hero fans, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's a, that's a longer digression, but yeah. we'll see. <laughs> I, I mean, he has the right idea. I mean, like, whoever thought... I never thought somebody would mention Hexen again, but here he is mentioning it. You know? it's um That's the thing, is Activision does have a lot of old franchises that they could technically bring back now or modernize them. So. I mean, that, that is my point, though, is like, Microsoft also has a bunch of old franchises that are sitting around. Like, <laughs> yeah, they do. I mean, technically, at least they tried to remember, they brought back Flight Simulator, you know, uh, yeah. and that worked out for them. Here, here, here uh, I came up with four. Okay, that would I, I would find either funny or be nice to see him bring back Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, uh, Conquer. They own that still. Uh, I'm fine with if they don't bring back Conquer, but uh, Cameo. Uh, I would love another cameo, man. Yo, if Nat uh, yeah. not a sequel, not cameo. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, cameo is very underrated. I think uh, it, when uh, you look at that launch lineup for the was three sixty. Ah, uh, yeah, one of the better games. And Viva Pinata. Yes, Viva Pinata, rare. Um, didn't didn't they try to? I think they made like a Viva Pinata like mobile game or whatever. They made a, yeah. like a DS game. Yeah, the DS game, okay. Uh, I mean, that's not... I mean, the last real Viva Pinata game was 17 years ago. And it's like, what? Are you waiting for it to hit the 18th birthday and then you'll bring it back? Like, <laughs> Maybe Rare's just happy with Sea of Thieves that they don't... Oh, okay. Wanna, let, you know, let, let's assume that's true. Give it to someone else. Well, they can do that now, though, right? Like, when Activision they, they gets all these studios... They could have done that before. <laughs> right, but maybe, like... There's not really a lot of people that are there that want to revive that. I mean, yeah, I mean, okay. Microsoft could make somebody do it, but what if they don't want to? Who the fuck wants to revive Hexen? <laughs> Maybe that's just him talking out of his mouth. Is anybody <laughs> going to really want to do it? I don't know. I mean, that's that's the funny thing is you can say, uh, I mean, I'd imagine that if Vicarious Business is not going to be taken away from Blizzard, I'm, they're going to try to keep doing something with Tony Hawk, so who's going to do that? I mean, you that know? last Tony Hawk game sold. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you're going to do something with Tony Hawk again. You're not going to just let that franchise... Although, it, it would be know. really interesting if, in that in Tony Hawk's case, if he actually said, I only want my game to be multi-platform, if they would agree to that or not. Uh, I get Right, I guess he could say that. Because, hey, if... Xbox owners can get baseball. Why can't PS5 owners get a new Tony Hawk game? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would agree there if he says that. But I could also see Microsoft just saying, okay, that's what you want, then we'll do it. I don't know that he they would fight him that much on it. They just want the game to get made because at the end of the day, what's the big deal? Because you get a, you're the one making money off the 
the Sony, right? A- anybody that got makes a game on PlayStation, you get a cut out of it. Yeah. So why not? I, I could even see them like you. You talked about Banjo Kazooie, but I could see them maybe they do like a team up thing with Banjo Kazooie and Crash or Spyro or. I mean, at this point, uh, they they could legitimately try to make their own like Smash Brothers like ripoff. It'd be yeah, terrible. They could. They, could try, they could. They could try it. That <laughs> yeah, may not be terrible. The thing is, do you have someone like Sakurai that would really care enough about it to make sure it's great? And you know what? Well, what kind of vibe are you going to be going for? Are you going to be going for like cartoony? Or are you going to go like more realistic? I mean, so. That's something you have to decide too. You know, you don't want to just straight up copy Smash Brothers either. You can hire the studio who did PlayStation All Stars and Battle Royale, whatever the hell that game was. Oh no! <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> we'll we'll skip that um, on that front. But yeah, I mean, it's it at the end of the day, it's good to see Blizzard continuing to want to make something new, uh, especially with you know you don't know what's. It's funny that those reports came out of like Bobby Kotick was making uh the Overwatch team do side stuff that was yeah. severely delaying and hampering Overwatch 2. And then he sits there and talks crap about them while he's the one that's hurting the team. So that doesn't right. make any sense. Right. But him uh shit talking uh Disney Infinity was pretty funny. What's <laughs> he have to talk shit he about Disney Infinity? He basically World? said that like the reason Skylanders failed is because Disney Infinity and Lego Dimensions were in the like marketplace. Like they diluted the market because they were bad games. And it's like no, like Skylanders was on an annual franchise or annual yearly, you know, cycle that you weren't adding new shit into. And those like uh, last four Skylanders games, you don't give a shit about. <laughs> I would agree with him to an extent. I think Disney Infinity did accelerate the death of it because it was. Way too much, too quick between the three games. And then it was like constant, it, between all of them, it was just a constant barrage of stuff. It was like, you're never, it's almost like the Funko Pop thing. Like, it's just, you're never going to be done. You're never going to be, uh, done collecting and then buying new ones and whatever, because there's always something. And it's like, it was better on PC, Disney Infinity, when it was digital, and you just had access to all of that. Yeah, but that, of, came out, that came out later also. <laughs> it came out way later, but I'm just saying, it was much better when you got to that point, because it wasn't about just collecting. Skylanders was just better when they didn't focus so much on... Skylanders were good games. They were actually good games. It's well, just, like, the first yeah. like one or two of them were, but then they just got like so like bogged down. Like, I like the Swap Force thing. That's the one I reviewed, but I just didn't... It was, like, the the having to change the characters and move the ones off the board, the little portal and all that other stuff, and then having to go find ones later in a store and buy them to be able to actually talk about some of the other characters. It just... Well, like, yeah. the, the, the Skylanders car game. Oh, that was stupid. Yeah. Like, like okay. Yeah. I right, but I definitely, you know, Phil Spencer's always talked about how he wants to have stuff for kids. And Skyland is the way to do it without having to have the Toys to Life part of it. Yeah. And then just get people involved. So I would agree on 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 that front. I mean, uh, I still think Pitfall, if they made it into more of like their own Uncharted, that could technically work. The, the problem uh, with that is they're already making an Indiana Jones game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's Bethesda, right? It's not a Microsoft. It's a... I mean, this is now Activision deciding to bring, you know, bring back an old franchise and let's do something with that. But yeah, I agree with you. When you got the, the actual pinnacle of, of what that entire series entails and in Indiana yeah. Jones and they can make it work, then, you know, what will they do then? Let us have like Pitfall Harry be an unlockable character in that game. Maybe <laughs> some like blocky <laughs> yeah. ass fucking model. <laughs> Right, though, uh, to preserve the model of the Atari version, we're going to have it look like this. It's like, I don't know that people wanted that, but sure. Uh, so, yeah, again, good on Blizzard for for making a survival game. Let's see what it actually looks like when we find out more about it. Speaking of finding more about more about things, is EA now has Respawn doing three different, you heard it, three 
Star Wars games. We know one of them is Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2, which actually may come out anywhere between this year late or sometime in 2023. And then I'll get that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, after the the first one, which I still need to go and play. Um, that's one of those things I keep telling. I think I got downloaded that game, I think like three times saying this is going to be the time I'm going to play it. And then I don't. Uh, so there's a first person shooter being made by uh, Metal of Honor co-creator Peter Hirschman. And then you have a third strategy game being made by uh bit uh bit reactor and it it's it has uh veterans of XCOM and civilization uh in that studio. So what do you think about having a Star Wars strategy game and then also a shooter? I mean the shooter the shooter is what you know they've done the, they've done both those types of games before. Right. Uh so the shooter will be you know it'd be cool if it was another uh Dark Forces game uh or maybe like another uh, Republic Commando. That was a pretty cool game. Uh, yeah. and the strategy game, it's weird. It'd be interesting if it's going to be like, I guess there's two ways to go. You're like the more XCOM route, because I think the studio like has some X for Axis guys there. But did you ever play, uh, Star Wars Empire at War? No, I did not. That was, I think it was an EA game actually, or yeah, it was. Uh, and that was a cool game. It was, you know, it's a 20 year old RTS, but right. A 15 year old. Or no, it's almost 20. Uh, but that was, you know, ally, you know, rebels versus the empire. So all of those games are, you know, fine for Star Wars. I mean, hey, it's not another fucking dancing game. That's all I'm happy about. <laughs> well, they're not gonna be doing a dancing game with Star Wars, but sure. Uh, yeah, they, they connect Star Wars. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Go on now. I mean, and they did announce the uh the date for Skywalker Saga as well. So. But it's not uh. They didn't announce a Battlefield Three or Battlefront Three. Well, they don't so. need to. I mean, we can we can be fine without having a Battlefront Three. Yeah, I mean, I think that that franchise is done. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, focus on more of the like unique experiences for Star Wars, which is why I think like Fallen Order works out well. Even uh, what the Squadrons, yeah. I really enjoyed a lot because it was. I mean, yeah, it's going back to like that Rogue Squadron kind of thing and all that, but. It's still not something we had seen in a while, so it had its point. I mean, Star Wars really only fits in like four or five different gameplay systems. It's not, you know, it can't just be. Oh, we attach Star Wars to this lights or to this game; it'll sell. It's like no, Star Wars only works with like first-person shooters, space combat, uh, third-person action game, right. and like RPG. <laughs> I mean, what. Like, what do you think about, like, Respawn? Okay, they're, they're doing Apex Legends, and then now they're doing three different Star Wars games. Like, so are we never going to get another Titanfall, I guess? No, we're not. That, 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 they've pretty much said that. I mean, they're like, oh, we want to make another Titanfall, but that's not in the cards. It's like, well, yeah. Like. Right. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it's I mean, not in the cards, and obviously, like, they probably won't let it be in the cards for a long time. Yeah. With, with all this stuff that they have uh, going I mean, on, Titanfall Two didn't sell well. Ultimately, right? I mean, it's very much a. Critical... But it's not their fault. No, but I mean, EA still blamed them for it not selling well, <laughs> and yeah, it was very much a critical darling. And I, you and I both liked it. I think, yeah. But like, yeah, I think if they make another Titanfall, it's going to be at least twenty years, or you know, ten years. Yeah, when, I wouldn't be surprised. When, like, yeah. Battlefield 9 comes out and bombs horribly, more than, more so than 2042, and they're like, oh yeah, people still like Titanfall, maybe we should make another one of those, who can, can ruin that franchise also. Yeah, yeah, that, or they somehow keep splitting off that team. Yeah. Which, there's, uh, so many of them are doing so many different things right now, you know? Yep. And I forgot to mention this while we were talking about Call of Duty and Warzone, but, uh, the QA team at Raven have decided to unionize. The 34 uh, worker group uh, called the Game Workers Alliance have officially asked Activision Blizzard if they can recognize their union, and we'll definitely see how that goes. 78% of the QA workers have voted to unionize, which is a pretty big number considering you don't see a lot of unionization in the, in the game industry, period. So Or none. <laughs> yeah, well, none. I mean, you'll see it at, like, outlets. 
uh, here and there, but you don't see it like in the actual development yeah. companies. So this is going to be a first and how Microsoft is going to handle that. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. Will they encourage more people to do that? You know, is the case or, I mean, or will they try to? I think some Raven or Activision boss or my, who knows who decided it. They're trying to like split up the, split up the, uh, testing team to like work in different departments. And it's like, he was. that's not a great plan. That'll only drive unionization efforts even more so than. Right. Yeah. You're going to splinter the team so much. They're going to get worn out and then the, we'll eventually come to the other side and go with the unionization. This isn't part of our news, but did you see that thing that Bobby was trying to buy Kotaku? Yeah. I, I forgot to mention that uh, when we talked about it last week, that they wanted to buy Kotaku and PC gamers and try to change the narrative about Activision, which is stupid. Like, you're not going to do that. Yeah. I mean, Kotaku of all places, like, yeah, right. You would have had most of that staff leave, and then you're going to get in there. And also, it's not like it's not like Jason Schreier works at Kotaku. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, he doesn't. You know? <laughs> like, or, not. you know. A lot of people don't work at Kotaku, like, you know, Patrick Klepek isn't there or anything. Like, right. I mean, argue, I mean, you'd be buying, like, the biggest, one of the biggest voices against your company, but, like, not the only one. And then they'd, right. like you said, everyone just leave and start their own company or, you know, go somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, you still got Polygon out there. You still got so many that would be going against it. And then it, like, just the narrative that it would make for video games media would be terrible. So, yeah. not something that we need to be. Uh, dealing with big God, it did not ever even materialize in that way. Just, right. Yeah, you don't want that at all. Well, I'm sure something that any people will want is uh, Crisis 4. Getting uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> well, some, somebody likes Crisis enough for them to have now a fourth uh, trailer for this. So it, It's weird. That, that franchise steadily got worse as it went on. Uh, yeah. And I feel that way, like, about, like, Just Cause, actually. But, like, I don't know if anyone's actually asking for another Crisis game. I mean, I guess those remasters sold well enough, or whatever they are. Yeah. Uh, that, they were like, well, I there's mean, some demand. Good on them, because I didn't think Crytek still existed as a company, so. Right. Because they've had, like, numerous problems over the past few years, like, suing Amazon and barely able to make games. <laughs> Yeah, I agree there. Um, but they're, they're doing it. I mean, that's, yeah. that's something you can say. I mean, they're doing more than Konami or whatever. He just wants to sell you NFTs. Uh, but, I mean, Crytek still does, like, they made a few VR games. They made the climb, the climb two, which were actually really good. Uh, so they still make shit, but not like how they used to. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's not the high profile stuff that people would, uh, really be looking for. Um, Although, hey, maybe if Crisis 4 does well, they can, you know, get back at it. That's true. Uh, let's get into some movie stuff here as, um, Mortal, the Mortal Kombat movie sequel. I mean, we already knew this was happening. They'd already pretty much announced it as soon as the first movie had some kind of success. Um, and I think the director had planned on it being a series as well. It wasn't just going to be, uh, just the one, uh, movie, but, uh, Jeremy Slater is going to be penning that Mortal Kombat 2 script. Uh, Simon McCoy, who will be making his feature directorial debut, um, uh, on this. So. No, he did the first one. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Yeah. Last, sorry. He did the first one. I mean, look, it wasn't fantastic by any means. I thought it was okay. It was I mean, tolerable for me. I, I, this would be fine if they basically, within the first five minutes, you know, in that in that movie, they killed off like Scorp, like they had that like ten minute op- opening with Scorpion getting killed off. Yes. Uh, if the, in the sequel they kill off uh Bland McBland face, the guy from the first one, and just have the movie focus on on Sonya, that'd be all right. With uh and and, and introducing uh, oh the the, the new character that they made, yeah, yeah, kill him uh, off. No, I did not care about the new character at all. Yeah, like that. It's the same dumbass thing they did with uh uh. Resident, those Resident Evil films. Like they introduced some character that isn't part of the franchise. They're like, oh yeah, he's gonna be the key to getting people in that aren't fans of. Yeah. Like, I get it that you need people that aren't just fans to watch this movie so it'll sell well, but I don't know if that's ever the case where 
you have this long standing presence and then you add a character to it. Hey. Do those characters want to be in their role? Work for work for the Assassin's Creed film. Nah. I mean, but to be fair, they kinda I mean have butchered their own storytelling with Assassin's Creed. It did Creed. actually kinda work with Sonic. Yeah, it's okay, Sonic, yes. But like that that's not a franchise that has like a deep story or mythology. So no, it, they kinda have to add in shit. But like Mortal Kombat it has somewhat of a story, so if you don't want to like recreate the first film, that's fine, but focus it on someone else. Yeah, I was surprised that that's who they chose. To, I mean, instead of usually, you know, the focus on Luke Kang or something. Yeah, and he was kind yeah. of like a secondary, he was like a supporting character in that movie. Right, that was like, very surprising. I actually really like Sonya in that film, personally. Uh, or like her relationship with Kano is pretty good, actually, we know. Yeah, oh yeah, Kano is great like, um, I, I got so many laughs out of Kino. Like, yeah. Find, find a way to bring that guy back. And then... Right. Uh, well, speaking of coming back, The Rock is going to be coming back to uh, another video game movie. We don't know which one it is at the moment. Um, but he says it's based on something that he's played for years. So you'd have to imagine it might be something uh, down the line. So, or that it's that's been around. Here, here's the thing. Guess what? Like, what? What's your first immediate guess of what it is? Uh, hmm. What would you? Have? He already did Doom, and he already did Rampage. Yep. So, see, for me, this is easy, and what? it's called the Oregon Trail. Ah! Could you imagine the Rock on the Oregon Trail? Yeah, he, I doubt it. He's so awesome. The Rock got dysentery. <laughs> yeah, I. I wonder if he would. He probably had like some kind of superhuman thing where you could not get dysentery with his character. Yeah, no, he, I mean, I'm sure it's, I, I'd say, you know, Gears of War is the obvious one, but that sounds terrible. Uh, you know, God of War, maybe. Uh, man, I can't imagine anybody doing, uh, well, yeah, he could be in a second character, third, whatever, on God of War, but wouldn't want Chris Jones to get uh, replaced. No, I mean, he can, I don't think he could physically do it. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, and then, you know, of course, we got the Uncharted movie coming out pretty soon as well. So and they keep showing trailers for that. It, I feel like I'm going to wind up going to see it. It continues to look bad. <laughs> I know Randy, just, he is enamored with the fact that that movie exists. Uh, good on him for, for wanting that to happen. I, I also, you know, good on Sony for trying to do different things. But I don't know if that's going to be the answer Yeah, uh, on that one. Uh, there were the PlayStation games for February now announced, UFC 4. Tina, uh, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep, which that one I'll definitely be downloading. And a game that I know you like, Planet Coaster. Yeah, that'd be uh, cool. Awesome. I mean, I already got it, but it's a good, uh, it's one of the better building sim games I've played. Or, you know, the pickle yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, true on that. Um, anything else that uh, we really want to uh, cover here? Yo, they ended Watch Dogs Legion. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me at all. That was the out of the games that came out during the the Series X and PS5 launch season. It was the game that some people did not care about. They really wanted to like it, I feel like, but I think like that game just died very quickly. And then, of course, I don't think the Assassin's Creed coming out well, so close to it didn't help either. The but. fact that the fact they killed off a game is like almost news in and of itself. <laughs> Well, that's also a game that, like, I don't think there there's much in continuing it. They could just make a Watch Dogs, uh, no, like they should or whatever. Yeah, like an actual game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, will they do it? Who knows? I, but, but like, yeah, I, I mean, the point is like Ubisoft is continuing with the fucking crew too. Who's playing that anymore? Some people are. They wouldn't be continuing <laughs> it. They have to have something that tells the people that are playing that. But the Watch Dogs Legion thing is actually especially funny because they're like, oh, you can still you can still earn unlock like online unlock uh, rewards like Aiden Pierce's special special jacket, and it's like, look at what you're saying, like yeah, clo- clothing. I, I was thinking about it. Money the money in Watch Dogs doesn't really factor in at all because the okay. only shit you're buying in that game is clothing or music. I think at least in one of them, but you're not buying weapons. And you're not like buying property or like buying like really yeah. anything. The only thing you really use money for is like for clothing. And it's like, okay, the first two games kind of got away with it because you had like, you know, a main character 
in Legion, it's especially baffling because you don't. You're constantly switching between characters. And if you're wearing clothing, like, that's not part of the character's, like, outfit, they get, like, busted. Or, you know, they get, you know, th- their powers become, like, inactive. So it's like, yeah. why would you ever dress up a character in Watch Dogs Legion with, you know, Aiden Pierce's special jacket when it destroys the costume they're wearing? <laughs> yeah, and I don't know why you would pick the worst of the other two Watch Dogs leading. Oh, because Aiden, they had that, like, Aiden Pierce, like, expansion. Like he was like in the he was the main character of the DLC, and it's like wow, great planning there, huh? <laughs> yeah, not very great planning. Uh, but yeah, I just I don't you know Ubisoft loves to keep games you know trucking along, and it's like this is the one they actually finally killed, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I think this is the one that they can kill, and it's not really going to hurt. Yeah, a whole lot. It's like. When when does the steep announcement get get posted finally? <laughs> you know, but that's the thing is like, see, all these other things that they've kept alive is because they have kind of some kind of multiplayer service element to it. Like, even though Watch Dogs Legion trust Road that you can be any anybody or whatever, don't isn't that really still a single player game? Well, you can hack. Like, there's like a whole element of like hacking players or invading players. Uh that's always been in that game or that franchise. It's always like baffling right. to me because I don't care. Uh, but yeah, that's the only part of like the online system, I think. So yeah, who knows? <laughs> I, I mean, I'm glad they killed it. Like if I, I think I actually do think Legion killed off Watchdogs personally. <laughs> At least give Watchdogs a rest. Yeah. yeah. Let it, let it sit for a while and, and be in its own thing. Bring back the dude from Watchdogs too that people actually cared about for a second. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, yeah, I think it's just, this is one of those things we happen to be coming out the day before uh, Legends Arts just comes out. Not that I would have had a whole lot of time to play it until Saturday. And, you know, cause I still do work and everything. So that being said, definitely next week we'll have plenty of stuff to talk about. I'm still thinking about whether I want to actually get, uh, Arceus or not. Um, Oh, you'll get it. Like, that's not even discussion. No, it's it's just one of those of like <laughs> literally where we're like I'm trying to pinch pennies everywhere I can. To, I just yeah. cut like three or four subscription services uh, yesterday because of the you know having to make this big car payment now. So right. Um. But yeah, it's it's just one of those things of I I probably will. It's just I wasn't a big fan of the fact that like. The things it's getting compared to are not my kind of games, like Monster Hunter and Breath of the Wild. You know, I I play Pokemon more for the RPG aspect of it, not so much the actual like gotta catch them all aspect. But they do have trainer battles, supposedly, and other things. So we'll see how. I'll have to read some reviews and everything else and see what what happens there. But uh, yeah, I I think that's pretty much gonna be it, unless. You know, you have something that we no, really need to just just making fun of Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah, so I mean, pretty much it's Pokemon Legends Arceus is the big game um, that's coming uh, in this week, sort of as we pretty much end January here. Uh, there's also the Gunvolt Chronicles, uh, Luminous Avenger Nine Two or IX Two. I don't know what they're calling it in that cool indie cogent sort of rewind which is very similar to the gumbo crimes in fact limited uh run games is doing a double pack of both of them um and then also the uncharted legacy collection uh will be out the same day as legend Celsius. so there's that and then not too far off the life of strange remastered collect you know uh collection and then also dying light too so uh we'll have some big games here for people to play uh pretty yeah. soon and then February is going to be absolutely stacked. I'm so uh, looking forward to Sifu. And then, uh, you know, you've got Elden Ring. You've got Horizon, Forbidden West, the Total War Warhammer 3, uh, Soul Cresta from Platinum Games coming as well. King of Fighters uh, 15, uh, Lost Ark is coming. Uh, that Crossfire X game that's to see for Xbox, all the only world uh, indie game as well, like, uh, it's just a lot, a lot coming. Uh, we yeah. still don't even know if that Evil Dead Legend, Evil Dead game will come, and then you got Grid Legends as well, so, gosh, a lot to look forward to February for sure. 
But all yeah. right, and uh, until uh, until next week, I hope you uh, enjoyed what you heard. If you did, you can always uh, check us out on, of course, watch us on YouTube or on Twitch. Um, you can go like the Facebook page. Uh, we are still working on the Discord. I think next week we will be launching that thing for everybody to to want to go into if you if you want to do that and. Yeah, you go check out the WCNN.com. My, my review of Gravity Chase is there. Mark's Windshammer's 2 review is also there. Um, I'm working on that Paladin Dream review, even though that'll be over on our, our partner website, Last Word on Gaming. And then, yeah, we'll just be, let's see what happens. I'm also reviewing King, uh, Kingdom of the Dead, which is a like survival horror, uh, indie game on PC that's, like kind of like black and white ish. So we'll be looking forward to getting into that as well. And yeah, until next week, everybody see you later. Later.